Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning and welcome to this special edition of Morning Agenda on Friday the 9th of September. Millions of Australians are this morning waking to the news that our Queen Elizabeth II has passed away aged 96. This is how the BBC broke the news overnight. A few moments ago, Buckingham Palace announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. The palace has just issued uh, this statement. It says the Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The King and the Queen Consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. Her Majesty's four children and Prince William were by her side as she passed away as the UK now enters a 12-day mourning period. King Charles III has this morning released a statement saying, The death of my beloved mother... Her Majesty the Queen is a moment of the greatest sadness for me and all members of my family. We mourn profoundly the passing of a cherished sovereign and a much-loved mother. I know her loss will be deeply felt throughout the country, the realms and the Commonwealth and by countless people around the world. Thousands of mourners are now gathering at Buckingham Palace in London and at other royal sites across the UK, many laying flowers as they pay their respects to the longest-serving monarch in British history. Flags are at half-mast around the world as leaders pay tribute to the much-admired Queen, including newly sworn-in British Prime Minister Liz Truss. Queen Elizabeth II provided us with the stability and the strength that we needed. She was the very spirit of Great Britain, and that spirit will endure. In a testament to Her Majesty's extraordinary service, despite her declining health, just two days ago, Queen Elizabeth II swore in Miss Truss as the new British Prime Minister, her 15th during her time as Queen. There have been 16 Australian Prime Ministers during Queen Elizabeth's reign, and this morning, Anthony Albanese released a special statement. It is a day of profound sadness and grief for the royal family who have lost a beloved mother, grandmother and great-grandmother the person who for so long was their greatest inner strength. Australian hearts go out to the people of the United Kingdom who mourn today, knowing they will feel they have lost part of what makes their nation whole. It is a time of mourning for the people in Britain, across the Commonwealth and indeed around the world. There is comfort to be found in Her Majesty's own words, Grief is the price we pay for love. Australia's Governor-General David Hurley has also spoken this morning about the Queen's extraordinary legacy. Her death will sadden all Australians and be felt around the world. As we mourn, we should also take inspiration and give thanks to the remarkable contribution Her Majesty has made. Elizabeth was a princess never meant to be queen. Her father, George, was sworn in as king in 1936 after his brother, King Edward VIII, abdicated to marry Wallace Simpson. While London was being bombed during World War II, the king and queen stayed in London, the young princess even training as an auto mechanic. Elizabeth then became queen in 1952 after her father suddenly died. At just 25 and a mother of two, she promised a lifetime of service and to her people. I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, 
shall be devoted to your service and to the service of our great imperial family to which we all belong. In 1954, two years after she became queen, Elizabeth, along with her husband, Prince Philip, became the first reigning monarch to visit Australian shores. An estimated 75% of the Australian population followed the streets for the royal visit, with almost one million people gathering in Sydney alone. I want to tell you all how happy I am to be amongst you and how much I look forward to my journey through Australia. One of the Queen's greatest challenges was in the 1990s with the breakdown of three of her children's marriages and the shock death of Diana, Princess of Wales, in 1997. First, I want to pay tribute to Diana myself. She was an exceptional and gifted human being. In good times and bad, she never lost her capacity to smile and laugh, nor to inspire others with her warmth and kindness. I admired and respected her for her energy and commitment to others, and especially for her devotion to her two boys. During her 70 years, the Queen displayed extraordinary diplomacy and dedication to duty. For many of us, she is the only Queen we've known, a constant in turbulent times. The Queen was involved in more than 600 charities during her time and was also known for her love of animals and her quick wit. Last year, in the middle of the COVID crisis, the Queen lost her constant strength and husband of 73 years, Prince Philip. But for me, in the months since the death of my beloved Philip, I have drawn great comfort from the warmth and affection of the many tributes to his life and work from around the country, the Commonwealth and the world. His sense of service, intellectual curiosity and capacity to squeeze fun out of any situation were all irrepressible. That mischievous, inquiring twinkle was as bright at the end as when I first set eyes on him. Earlier this year, the Queen was diagnosed with COVID and had recently experienced serious mobility issues. Despite the health challenges, Her Majesty made an appearance on the balcony to adoring crowds at Buckingham Palace for her Platinum Jubilee celebrations in June. The then Prince Charles speaking on behalf of his mother during the historic celebrations. Your Majesty, Mummy. The scale of this evening's celebration and the outpouring of warmth and affection over this whole Jubilee weekend is our way of saying thank you. Thank you from your family, the country, the Commonwealth, in fact, the whole world. Just last year, the Queen released a special message during the COVID crisis. On this day, we lost our beloved Queen. Her words of comfort are more poignant than ever. We should take comfort that while we may have more still to endure, better days will return. We will be with our friends again. We will be with our families again. We will meet again. Rest in peace, Your Majesty. Listener.